0: Hi everyone, I've got with me Matthew Scafidi from Noel Jones. Hi Matthew. Good, day, Tom. How are Hi you him. going? Very well. So you're the number one writer for business for Noel Jones? Was, Was the last financial year? Yes. Yes. Okay, writing sure. around 700 a year? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we're just going to spend about five or ten minutes sure. having a brief conversation about um, how you got to that level. The stuff that you do and any tips you've got uh, for aspiring young agents to write that sort of business. Sure. How long have you been in
1: real estate? Uh, coming up six years. Okay. What was your background before real estate? Background selling packaging, uh, wine boxes uh, to um, you know, printing, uh, packaging, the whole thing. So right from start to finish, um, you know, 200,000 boxes for Brown Brothers, Right. get that wrong, uh, wrong colour, wrong size. It's a big mistake. So, uh, so what did you get into real estate for? Um, I, I did the course uh, about five 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 and a half years before I actually got into it. And uh, just, you know, it, it is a tough industry in the sense of when you first begin. Um, my wife and I sold uh, our home. Uh, we were mortgage free for a little while whilst we were building. And uh, God bless my wife. She said, uh, Now's the time. If you're going to do it, you've harbored this. Love and want to do it for a long time. Now's now's your time. So okay. Uh, what's your average price you saw? Seven hundred and
0: fifty-six thousand dollars. Seven fifty-six. Yep. Okay. And um, to write seven hundred grand a year, you're you know making a, a fair number of sales. Uh, your top three tips that you give to agents about how to go from two hundred thousand dollars a year in gross commission to writing
1: over five hundred. What would you say? Uh. It comes down to systems. You need to have systems in place. Um, you need to you need to think outside the square. You need to you need to be sitting there thinking, what what does the client want? What do they look for? Um, and you need to be offering that. Uh, it's all about information giving. Uh, and that's one thing that I appreciate in yourself, Tom, that uh, you do give so much information to people and want nothing for it. Yeah. And I think that that's what attracts people to you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you talk about attraction agents all the time. And I think that if you're uh, focused on on providing that and have really good systems to ensure that it's working, you work a patch. I took that from Matt Simon. Um How many homes? Uh, in the area here, I've been looking after about 2,500 homes mm-hmm. for the last uh, uh, five and a bit years. Okay, so you
0: work a patch, two and a half, you become a specialist in there by having lots of uh,
1: touch points of contact? Yeah, absolutely. I run two databases. I run one of people that I haven't yet met. Yeah. Um, so they get, they get a, a quarterly update of, of their marketplace. So yeah. it's of interest to them. It's not just a generic recipes and yeah. all that sort of thing newsletter. Um, so it's all about their, their property and their area. Um, and then my other database I run, um, I give them a little bit more information uh, on about how we're doing and, and uh, how the business is doing and, and a bit more personal there as well. So, okay. um, and the goal is to get people from database one, over on the database
0: too, once we meet them correctly. Okay, so to all the viewers out there, I think uh, Matthew's been very good at articulating and segmenting a database. The have-mets and the have-not-mets, and the goal is to get the have-not-mets to become have-mets and have a more intimate relationship. The other thing that uh, Matthew touched on there is about being an information provider, being a value-added provider, showing and more, doing more, giving more. Matthew, I always say to people, Unless you're giving them something that's new, that's making them smarter, don't do it because Google can do it better and efficiently than uh, what absolutely. you can, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Matthew, we talked about the attraction agent. Yeah. I consider you an attraction agent. Um, big on profile, big on branding. Yep. Yeah. Um, what are the critical behaviours of someone that's good at selling marketing, do you think?
1: Why do you think you're good at selling marketing? I think... Um we were talking earlier, I think it's about believing in, in what you are selling and uh, and providing um, advice, because that's what we're being paid to do, we're being paid to give our professional opinions. Um, there's no point in selling something you don't believe in. If you've got a 10 by 12 board on a two bedroom unit in a back street somewhere, well, that's you can't believe in that, um, it's just there to promote yourself. Um, It's more about what is required for the client. And if you believe in that, I think they'll believe in it too. They'll buy into into that.
0: Okay, another good bit of advice there. First, you pick you, then they will pick you. They won't be picking you if you don't believe in the advice, believe in yourself, and are saying something that there's a match between your audio and video. Because people can pick things up now, can't they? They can sense when you're sort of telling...
1: A fake sp- story, and they can tell when you mean what you say. Absolutely, I think Tom. That at the end of the day, um, you've got to have a really good memory, not to tell the truth. Yeah, uh, and I don't have a fantastic memory, um, so I-, I think that if you if you're honest and, and you're upfront with people, uh, and you, you know you've got to be. Uh, Lee Woodward says that uh, not all business is good business. Yeah, um, and I've, I've listened to that from day one, listening to Hot Topics in my car when I first began. I've always remembered that. What is good business to you? Good business, um, to me, is somebody that is happy to take your advice um, at pretty much full fee, at full marketing, um, and will listen to you on value of price as well. Um, I always talk to people about getting to, um, you know, a, a result that they're going to be comfortable with is generally an ecstatic price. A happy price and an okay price. I need to have that really clear in my mind before I begin right. because we can set a strategy in place to be able to achieve one of those results. If we're quoting a property at their happy price, we're gonna miss everybody that's below that. Right. So we're not gonna bring that uh, that pool of buyers that can create the competition to create pre- premium prices. So do you, do, you, do you tell vendors those three categories? Absolutely. So what, what were they again? Ecstatic. Yeah. So they always give you ecstatic, their ecstatic price really quickly. Yeah. And then happy and then their okay price. Their okay price is the price that they won't sell for um, on the day, in a week, in a month, in a year. So below that is just a no-go zone. So I talk about the selling zone and we need to be really clear on that uh, because if we're not, and if a vendor, you came back before of what makes a good vendor, if a vendor is not prepared to share that information, well it's right. going to be a really rocky road. Right. So. Okay. Uh, can I ask a little bit about
0: uh, prospecting? Yep. What's your view? What's Matthew Scafidi's view of prospecting? What sort of prospecting
1: do you do? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I believe um, a lot of people don't, but I do believe that, that letters work. Uh, I think that in today's fast-paced society, I saw a cartoon recently on Facebook that uh, showed it ten years ago when you got an email, it was hey, well done, and now when you get an email, it's like, Ugh. and then if you get a letter, it's like great, I've got a letter. Yeah, and I think that it's it's getting back to that, and it's information giving with those letters as well. Um, it's not the big you know obligation freak appraisal all that type thing it's more about giving that information it's about following up with people doing what you say you're going to do uh, when you say you're going to do it Um, I've got a really simple system Um, it's just a matter of uh, we've got a blue card which is the market appraisal sheet and they don't leave my trays until um, you know it's either listed and sold or it's perhaps gone to somebody else, or uh, perhaps they've said, listen, we're not gonna do anything for a while, but then it goes to the next system from there. So it's a blue sheet, yep. and it's top of
0: mind, and yep. you look at it, and every it day. doesn't, li- everyone? Every day. Every day, yep. so this is a listings that you've gone to that you haven't listed, yep. um, and then, unless something happens with it, like if they say to you, we're gonna be selling in two
1: years' time, then what do you do? Well, I've got two trays, I've got, I've got pending and like immediate, and then I've got another like a two-year tray. So it's a matter of filtering through that, making sure that you are staying in contact with people. Uh, people will always get a text message from me every Saturday on the auction results that we've achieved. Uh, if they're in what we call a one-month or a three-month category um, of selling. So. Do you, the SMSs you send yourself or personally or...? Uh, off our system, mm-hmm. but right. uh, it comes from my phone. So uh, it's great on a Saturday night, you're home and, you know, you're getting, uh, getting responses back from your people saying, you know, oh well done or congratulations or come and see me on Monday. We're thinking uh, we're putting the proper so on So you,
0: you, you essentially are SMSing on auction day, after the
1: auction... All the people that came through the Opens? No, um, we are doing that as well. People, Anyone that came through the Opens for any auction, but uh, more targeted and more specific are those people that we've appraised or are right, right. thinking of doing something. Uh, or just love real estate. We put them into that category as well. There's,
0: is SMSing is a good form of contact?
1: I think it's great because, as I touched on before, email can be just deleted without even being read. Right. Uh, have you ever not... Read an SMS on your phone. I read them. You have to. So so you can't get rid of them. Matthew, you use a program? Is um... yeah, it's it's a basic program. Uh, We use Box and Dice here. You know, uh, there's a number of programs out there that can do it. But it's about, I suppose, um, categorising properly. So information going into your database is vitally important. And uh, I I got that from Matt Steinway as well. That uh, there's no point in just putting in a whole bunch of names and numbers. You've got to be able to categorise, are they developers, are they immediate sellers, are they just people that love to watch real estate, are they people that are going to refer, for, refer you to others, um, there's a whole lot of different categories in there that we right. we pick and choose from each each Saturday. Okay, yeah. so a databasing is
0: important, a vendor paid market is important, and as I say to people, VPA is prospecting
1: 24-7. Absolutely, it's, um, it, it is important, I, I, first, of, first and foremost though, it's important, I think, to get the best results for our clients, yeah. but from there um, you know, we, we've done a lot of video of late, um, of suburb profiles. We've got one with Mitchum and Vermont at the moment, which we run on realestate.com, and, uh, and they've had, in about 11 weeks, they've had about 3,000 hits, uh, 3,000 plays. Um, we don't appear on those videos, um, that I think is overkill. People don't want to see us on there. They want to see why they should live in Michigan or why they right. should live in Vermont. And they remember us as the agent that perhaps educated them to why not Blackburn come to Michigan. Right. Um, pre-listing kits, you use them or not? Absolutely. Um, again, um, you can tell that Matt Steinway is my rockstar yeah. real estate god. Um, and when I first started, uh, I saw one of Matt's pre-list kits um, a business coach that I, I've had employed for a number of years has uh, always told me 40% of the listings won before you've even walked in the door. Yeah. Um, our pre-list kit is um, is tailored specifically for each agent. So there's a picture on the front, um, there's the awards one, everything else inside. It's a testimonial. So we don't need to go and bang on about how wonderful we are in front of the client and we can get, down to more, did you have a chance to look over that? Yes, we did. Did you have a chance to fill in the questionnaire? Yes, we did. Fantastic, we grabbed that. Um, and that helps us with what's important to them. Uh, but also, as I said, we don't need to go on about how wonderful we are. We can sit down and focus on why they've got us in and how we can help
0: them. Okay. Matthew, finally, let me ask you, if you were giving advice to um, yourself on day one of real estate, yeah. Now, I want you know today, what advice would you give you to be successful, to fast-track your real estate career? Yeah,
1: as I touched on before, um, focus on putting systems in place. Yeah. Um, business coaches always say, make, make the space and then you'll fill it. Yeah. Um, so you've got to have that in place before you begin. Um, so when you do get busy, people will continue to get the same amount of service, the same level of service, and that nothing drops off. Um, the other thing too is that, that farm area. You've got to work an area. You've got to be the trusted advisor in that area, and if you do that, um, it will it will happen. And I think that too often in this industry, um, agents, if it hasn't worked in three months or six months, I think, oh, you know, give up. We'll, we'll move on to something else, or they try the scattergun approach and send out twenty thousand leaflets or magnets or whatever to the whole of the entire area. Yeah, you've got to be targeted in who you're trying to work with. And I think that the third thing as well is to try and find your niche. Is your niche character homes? Is it uh, apartments? Is it uh, units? Is it family homes? Is it million-dollar-plus properties? What is it that you are really focused on? Um, And I think if you do that, um, you'll be very clear on on what what you're hoping to achieve uh, because... Uh, it's a fantastic industry, I, I, yeah, I've i been in it nearly six years, but I, I don't think I've worked a day in that six years because I love what I do, so. Beautiful. Yeah. Matthew Scafididi, Noel Jones, thank you so much. Thank you very much.